G'day guys, I'm Aaron Schultz, this is episode number 39 of the Outback Mine podcast. Thanks for joining in guys, episode 39, jeez, uh, it's been about nearly four months and we've, we've knocked out 39 episodes already. It's been a really uh, amazing uh, journey. We've had some tremendous guests on. Now tonight, I have a young man uh, by the name of Liam Edwards from Country Victoria, a little place called Marupna. Um, now, I was really keen to get Liam on. I Liam onto this podcast because there's a lot we can learn from Liam. Liam is a champion cyclist, an elite cyclist as a junior, um, won lots of uh, titles and awards throughout the state of Victoria and, and beyond. Uh, represented teams and um, did exceptionally well. And uh, in October 2019, he was driving back from Urara, I think it was, back to uh, back to Marupna. And um, being a young fella, just might have taken his eyes off the road for a moment and um, had an accident. And from that accident, he lost four fingers on his right hand. And Lying in, lying in hospital after that accident, you know, obviously pretty devastated with what, uh, what had happened. Um, uh, he, basically, you could never, never really uh, contemplate when he might get back to cycling, but he set a goal for himself to be able to uh, become a paracyclist, so to be able to use his disadvantage um, with, with the loss of his fingers to be able to have his bike uh, modified so he could actually ride um, as he once did. So we set his sights on the uh, National Para Cycling um, titles or games, and I believe he actually won that. So did um, did an exceptional job to, to come back from, you know, not knowing uh, much about his abilities uh, and basically had a, you know, a, a lifelong disability from this. But uh, Liam, and I know Liam's father, and I know the love that they both have for cycling, uh, the first thing on Liam's mind would have been just, I want to get back on the bike. Um, and that's what he did. He, he worked hard. So, um, you know, from that, he's, he's won uh, multiple awards uh, as a paracyclist, but now he's going back into open men's cycling, so competing against uh, the old guys he once was competing against. And... Um, Doing really well. He's got his uh, his sights set on uh, sights set on a, a couple of set, sensational goals, um, you know, this year and beyond. So, really full credit to Liam to what he's done. And I really want everyone just to uh, to understand that um, if you do have that, you know, if we are knocked about with life, um, taking the positive road. It's easy to take the negative road. Um, uh, it's the easy option. Uh, just like it may be to say no to having a beer, um, uh, you know, that's the hard option. The easy option is to say, yeah, I'll do it. Well, you know, we can all learn from Liam that, um, geez, you know, he could have he could have got depressed quite easily, but he saw uh, an opportunity to be able to, to come back, and that's what he did. So through hard work, he, he was actually to uh, be able to, you know, come back quicker than what he anticipated and be able to, achieved some significant things and it's actually taken him to where he is today. So we're gonna have a really good conversation about his life up until that accident, how he overcome it and what he's doing now as a, as a young 21 year old man. So just wanted to say special mention to Be, Be Nutritionals who support the, um, sorry, Be Nutritionals, Be Primal that support the podcast. Uh, they provide uh, minimalist footwear, which are 
really, really functional for our foot strike and our well-being. So good running shoes, good walking shoes in general. So check their website, beprimal.com.au. And also Green Nutritionals, our primary partner. They supply, uh, supply um, superior green superfoods, uh, supplements to help mental health, physical health, um, also recovery if you're an athlete as well. So I really I recommend you checking them out. Website is greennutritionals.com.au. All right, guys, sit back and listen to Liam. 21 years of wisdom for this young man and some real lessons for us all to learn. So I hope you enjoy our conversation. Liam Edwards, welcome to the Outback Mind podcast. There you go. Good, mate. Good. Um, I'm so uh, so excited and so happy to have you on here, mate. Uh, I've known your mum and dad for a long time and um, I've followed your journey and I just thought it was a really good time. This is nearly the 40th episode um, of this podcast to, to get a young fellow like you on so uh, all us old guys can learn from what you've actually been able to do um, through your adversity, but also what you've been able to achieve as an individual in, in your 21 years. And I know uh, your dad and how determined he is and then once he sets his mind on something, how he can... Um, you know, really do well, and I think that's been passed on to you, mate. So uh, it's great for me to be able to have this conversation with you. I'm really grateful for that, and also, you know, I'm grateful to be able to have you share your journey with the people that are listening through this uh, to this through, uh, throughout Australia. There's people uh, of all ages that are that are that are getting something from from this podcast. Um, you know, people from all backgrounds, ages, abilities, disabilities, the whole thing. And um, uh, you know, I think you've got such a special story to tell, mate. So. Could you please give us a bit of a, an update? You know where you were, where you were born, raised. Um, you know, coming through uh, school into your cycling days, and, and sort of how it all sort of taken uh, taken shape for you. Yeah, no worries. You know, thanks thanks for having me on, mate. It's um, yeah, no, very very special to be uh, to be able to tell a story and, and to tell my tell my journey really um, from yeah, obviously um, coming from you know mid, middle Victoria, Shepparton. Um, where you know I was in a serious car accident, which well, at, at the start didn't didn't know if I was going to still be here, um, mm-hmm. and uh, losing losing three and a bit fingers, and um, yeah, look, it, it's it's been a roller coaster of emotions, and it still is at the moment to try and you know get get back to a to a higher level um, the, the the what I have been at um, really. So mm-hmm. um, look, it's it's. Yeah, it's been a real, real roller coaster of emotions to um, get my hand um, to, you know, some sort of grip to um, to still, you know, be racing at a high level. Mm, yeah, mate. Obviously, lots of modifications and and getting used to it would have been such a, a major thing. Um, you know, obviously, because you're used to gripping a, uh, a bike a certain way, and mm. um, you know, mm. just sort of coming to that adjustment. Your feet are wanting to to move fast, your legs wanting to move fast, but you just got to try and have that control. I guess would have been uh, quite challenging. Yeah, oh, look, it's um, probably about a week or two after the accident, I um, end up getting on Zwift, um, one of the one of the games on um, on the indoor indoor cycling scene. And, um, yeah, I end up just smashing myself on there. I think I only did ten or twenty minutes, and end up pretty much cracking it. Really, I, I was my power wasn't there. I was feeling sluggish and. I think it was, you know, obviously the medication and being, you know, through the operations and that kind of thing is basically like having 10, 20 steps backwards um, from where the fitness where I was at. Mm-hmm. And it was frustrating. It was, and it was not only that, it was just, you know, am I, am I going to be able to um, 
hold handlebars again. You know, am I going to be able to ride again? That kind of thing. So, look, there was a lot of lot of challenges early, um, but you know that I had to overcome. And yeah, it's incredible that where I was to where I am now is just yeah, incredible that I can still well ride a bike, and yeah. which shows that you, know, you can do anything to put your mind to it. Uh, absolutely, that that that's exactly it, mate. So. You know, there's lots of people that have had disabilities um, from all, all walks of life, but they've been able to diversify and, mm. and uh, you know, just make those changes. It's just a matter of retraining the yeah. mind to, uh, to to go down a new path. So, so Liam, can, can you tell us a bit about yourself, like, you know, being brought up where you were and, and school life and coming through um, as a young fella? Yeah, yes, I was from, from Shepparton, middle of Victoria, and... Uh, yeah, I think so, so, cycling and sport is, is very big in well in Victoria alone. And I think um, coming up, I was you know obviously dad was into triathlons and um, racing and that kind of thing. And I've always I've always enjoyed bike bike riding and and, and racing. And um, yeah, from the age of eight, I, I started started racing. And um, when I was about fourteen, fifteen, I really go footy away and really focused on the bike and to make the uh to make the victorian team and yeah to really pursue um cycling fully really um and uh from there in the under 19s i was i think i was second uh, second in australia and uh, a bit, bit unlucky not, not to make the uh, aussie team and um yeah upwards till uh, 2019 to my accident so um yeah it's it's been a pretty successful um, career, I guess, so so far as in the juniors and that kind of thing. So, yeah, look, trying to trying to get back to that that kind of level. But um, I'll, I think everyone around all the bunches around Shepparton and in the GV, they've yeah, they've all been supportive. And I think it's a, it's a great environment, um, sport wise and social wise, to be brought up um, around here. Really, mm, yeah, it's such a such a strong cycling. Um community has been for years there you know lots of great um athletes have come from there olympians and uh, and all sorts of national title holders and so forth uh, over the journey mate and there's obviously more yep. more things to come for you so liam what is it that you love about cycling what what was it that really drove you as a young fella look i i think um i think going fast i think i was i was down Dad was paying his membership down at the velodrome, um, and I just, you know, had a had a look look down there. I thought, oh, I want to have a go at that. And um, yeah, I've, I've always just loved the freedom. I think freedom, and there's there's not one thing that I love about cycling. There's a kind of a whole lot of things that have, you know, the racing aspect, the social aspect. It's kind of all all into one. And I think the the people, the places that I've been to, um, I've I wouldn't have gone to without cycling. You know, there's been beautiful parts of the world, well, not not the world, but uh, the Australia and that kind of thing that I've been to that I've I wouldn't have, wouldn't have gone uh, if you know if it wasn't for cycling and and racing in general. It's opened up lots of opportunities for you. Um, yeah, yeah. With, with regards to to this podcast, like we we talk a lot about you know the mind and meditation and and just getting into a you know a real state of um, being present and flow and that type of thing. So 
Yeah. When, when you get on a bike, how long does it take you to sort of get rid of all the, the shitty thoughts and all that sort of stuff and, and really get into a rhythm with the cycling and, and, and how, how has that progressed over the years? I think uh, instantly, as soon as, as soon as I click in, really, it's just you feel you feel the wind, and yeah, it's 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 very much um, it's a good detox, I reckon. It's 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 just awesome to be able to just ride, you know, like places up in um, up in Queensland where we've been to, ride through the rainforest, and you, you get you smell the smells, you mm. you feel the wind, and it's it's a different aspect than being you know, in a car or, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. It's, it really is just, yeah, it's, it's freedom. I think that really just, you don't think you just, you just, you go and you can't, you kind of, you go in your rhythm and you just, yeah, right. Just ride really. Yes. And, yeah. Do you find, um, like obviously you're, you've got a lot of determination to try and achieve goals and that sort of thing, but yep. do you find uh, like you're feeling every time you go out like a feeling a sense of joy um, just to be able to be out there amongst it and, and just the, 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 the pure love for what you're doing? Oh, 100%, 100%, yeah. No, it's, I, I love it every time I you know, step a leg over the bike it's it's you're improving yourself you know you're um you know, every time you pedal you, you're getting stronger you know um yeah you it's i guess in a way it's training but you, you're doing what you love so it's yeah. not really a chore it's it's improving yourself and improving your health really um in in doing what you love you know flying flying across the road at 30 40k an hour you know yeah. the all the all the enjoyment of that and yeah, it's it's a lot of emotions all in one, really. Do you find um, uh, with yourself that you you may have a bad day with regards to it? You you you're pretty well like on all the time that you're jumping on a bike. Oh yeah, yeah. There's I think when you do when you do big endurance rides, and this is probably not only for cycling but for all sports, um, you, you're going to have bad days. You're going to get on the bike and your legs are just going to be trashed. And um, at that point, you, you kind of, you don't flog a dead horse. You kind of, mm. you know, ride to how you feel. Um, and I mean, if, if there's days there where I have to do efforts that, you know, my legs are legs are pretty trashed. So it's it's kind of, there's days there where you where you, you just, you get off the bike and you shit, you're stuffed. But there's, a lot of days there where you just okay, look, I don't have it today. Your legs are gone. Yes. I'm just gonna, you know, listen to music or you know, enjoy the sights and mm. and and just enjoy riding, really. Yeah, very very smart and, and wise words. I guess a lot of us that have pursued athletic um, endeavours and so forth, and I'm I'm one of them. Uh, you know, I was I, I come through uh, like I was I'd never had the discipline that you had when I was a young fellow, and <laughs> it took me a long time to actually you know find that within myself. But once I found it, I was really yeah. uh, you know I wouldn't say addicted, but really competitive just to to, to get better. And, mm-hmm. and if I did have a day like that, mate, I just I just dig deep and, and work harder. And um, eventually, my body was sort of saying, yeah, hang on a minute, we're gonna we're gonna give mm-hmm. you a kick up the ass here. And um, um, for me, finding yoga was the best thing because it actually helped me maintain my body. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I remember days where I was just so so knackered, uh, and I just get into yeah. it, 
uh, particularly running. A lot of people say the first few k's are the hardest and you're fine, and I just found that. And once I sort of hit the groove, then I could I could keep going. But um, just get to get to that stage was was a fair effort. Yeah, no, hundred hundred percent. It's it's and there's there's days there where you you get on the bike and you think, oh, geez, I have really bad legs, and then they come good. You know, it's yeah, it's um yeah, it's 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 a weird it's a weird, weird sport. I think sport in general are weird. It's it's you kind of yes, you've got to be mentally in it, but you know if you if your body isn't in par with with your mental, it's um yeah, it makes it hard. But no, look, it, it's it it's it's awesome to be able to ride even even though you know your legs are gone but you can still you still go for a ride you know and that kind of thing and and still go okay well you know today i'm not feeling not too good but at least i can ride and and um, yeah. yeah feel feel the freedom being being grateful for it do you have um like uh, over your journey do you have any people that have been toward your coach you obviously you've had coaches when you've come into the elite levels but um, yep. Have you had people that you've actually looked up to, and and who would they be, mate? Like who who's been the, the pillar throughout your whole journey? Oh, I think there's been a lot of people. I've taken a lot of a lot of um, a lot of information off a lot of people. Um, uh, like Trent Stevenson, uh, Lee, and yep. Steve Fairless. Probably probably Steve Fairless has probably been the biggest one um, that I've really taken a lot of information on, and he's taken under my wing. Um, you know, he's been been taking me motor pacing and, and, and took me over the hills back when he was training for the um, for the Australian uh, Masters uh, for the world titles mm. and um, yeah he, he really I think with his his mind kind of you know let's just get it done you know like mm. come on you know kind of attitude and, and his tenacity I think really yeah showed me a lot that uh, how, how to ride really and, and look there's been a lot of people that I've taken taking bits off you know like lee with his sprinting and you know like a lot of a lot of a lot of people that have showed me different things little techniques and and um and that kind of thing to um shape my training and shape the cyclist i am now yeah you're very lucky to have those people in your own backyard and uh you know, mm, some of those mm. names like geez oh, i know lee egan <laughs> and uh yeah he's <laughs> yeah a tremendous guy but um Mate, you know, all these tremendous athletes have come come from, you know, within a 10K radius of where you live. And that's yeah. that, that, that's a gift so to be able to have those those people, like, you know, to be able to, you know, mentor you and inspire you and being able to go out on, on, um, on rides with them to be able to learn from them is, is so, um, you know, so uplifting, I'd imagine. Um, you know, did you mm. find that you were actually, like, really challenged and you couldn't keep up with those sorts of guys from time to time? Oh yeah, well, I remember there's a story back back when I was real junior. I think I would have been a couple of years. I would have been probably only about twelve, I reckon. Mm-hmm. And um, coming out one of the bun- the morning bunches, more the fast morning bunches, and I think Lee was out and and that kind of thing. And um, yeah, they were screwing it on. They were I was struggling to keep up really. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, like it was just. I was looking at that level and, and thinking, geez, I, I want to I want to get to that level and mm. and um, yeah, look, it was, it's been a lot of lot of times where where I was a junior, just you know, getting smashed by these guys and and now to kind of be you know t- taking on information and, and improving myself to you know to, to be at a level where they were, it's um, yeah, very 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 special. Yeah, absolutely. 
I guess for, for any any young guy coming through um, into an athletic pursuit, whether it be you know uh, a team sport or an individual sport like golf or whatever, you know if you've got that real drive and determination and the ability to be able to like really watch what's going on with a person that's competing at a high level, it can be so um, you know good for you. Um, you know, one thing mm. I wanted to ask you too: Did you ever find that you you felt? Uh, periods of, um, of doubt when you sort of were coming through um, with your own performance and can you actually, you know, achieve what you wanted to achieve? And when you did come second, did you wish that you could have come first? Oh, yeah. Yeah, look, it's, it's always, it's, I think no, no matter what the result is, I think even, yeah, I, I look, there's been a lot of times there where you think, oh, you know, maybe I could have spent a little less energy here or I could have done something there, you know, kind of little things like that. And mm. I mean, at the end of the day, the result's the result, you know. It's it's, and I think with all with ninety to ninety eight percent of all my results are all that's all that's the best I could do, you know. And and if that's the best I can do, that's the best I can do. So I mean, yeah, look, there's little bits there where you you kind of you look back and go, you know, man, I wish I wish I did this, I wish I did that, but. Um, yeah, you can only give you a hundred percent, and uh, mm. and that's yeah, and and the result is is what you uh, is what you can get really. You can get that's right. It's a it's an interesting thing, competition when you uh, you're sort of trying to push, 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 and you, you don't quite get there. It can lead to mm. uh, moments of self doubt, which can take you into depression. I've seen so many guys that have sort of got mm. to that stage and haven't made it, and they've just gone back and hit the booze and. All those sorts mm. of things. Has that been something you've ever sort of contemplated? Have you ever sort of like felt low periods and sort of you know gone down that path temporarily? Oh, look, there's been there's been a lot of I think more times than I can count. There's been times where I just want to give it up, you know. And and, and I've had a lot a lot of my mates. I've I've lost count how many mates that I've had come through the ranks that have been in the Australian team that have been you know awesome juniors and now. Mm. They get to the seniors and it starts getting a bit tough. You know, you got to you got to train a bit more. You got to to get to that higher level, and mm. they just they just give up. You know, it's mm. and I think I'm starting to find that as well. You know, it's it's different different racing. You know, we're, we're racing against full grown men. Like it's mm. you know, even though I'm still at an age there where I'm pretty pretty much almost developed, mm. um, I'm still you know developing in the experience that you know these older guys have. You know and um, yeah, it's challenging. It's challenging. It's um, yeah, to, to to come up through the junior where you know you're all level playing field. Now you're racing against full grown men. It's it's hard. It's a hard sport. And I think a lot of uh, a lot of the younger riders um, they just they, they go to the wayside. They go they go. This is too hard. You know? and, yeah. Um, yeah, look, there's been times where I've thought thought that as well. But um, I just think back to you know the feeling I get from racing and the feeling I get from riding and yeah kind of uh keeps me keep, keeps me enjoying enjoying it really just just something that come to mind then <clears throat> i did some work uh with some some athletes then in tassie years ago and there was a guy by the name of tim Payne. he had a finger yep. injury which like was really devastating to him mate and um he he, he like he went through that self-doubt i'm going to give it away Con- consistently had multiple operations on his hand and Mm. Um, you know, this guy has just got an unbelievable uh, knack of, of just getting himself back up consistently. And, uh, 
you know, eventually, um, I think his, when his mindset changed, his body started to change, and that um, that actually started to come good. And from there, he's he's obviously gone in um, to the Australian team and and become captain and been able to do mm. some tremendous things. But I just think the mind has such a tremendous um, effect on on um, the way that the body behaves. And um, if you can be really um, you know, conscious of, of your thoughts and not be too negative, then I think your body can actually respond a, a lot a lot quicker and a lot um, more healthful. It's, it's a really amazing thing to be able to channel positive thoughts into healing because when, they, when you actually do that, the, the recovery process can be a lot quicker. Um, so just to see that guy and, and with, the, um, with the ability that he actually had just to keep positivity when, when he was going into that darker space, into that rebound, uh, to be able to come out was, was you know, pretty, pretty amazing and, and, and tremendous. And it just goes to show that you can, you can continue to, to make positive, positive changes, which can you know, lead to tremendous results. So, Liam, with regards to um, uh, mental health in the cycling game, do you often observe some of the guys that you cycle with that may suffer from depression and anxiety and those types of things? Yeah, well, look, it's... it's it's kind of one of those i think it's it's our generation i think it's more you know oh yeah i'm okay i'm okay kind of thing it but i think a lot of the guys out in the bunches when they're riding it's they're riding to kind of you know have the social aspect have that kind of um break from everyday life you know you're riding you're keeping fit you're socializing it's kind of you're keeping the brain moving it's you kind of, it's, it, I guess it's a detox, really, um, from from everything that, uh, you know, all the negative shit that, yeah. that, 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 that you're doing. So, mm. yeah, I think it's, um, yeah, very, very important to, you know, to have any sort of sport, to have the social and uh, the healthy, healthy kind of aspect. Yeah, when you're, what you're doing, you know, for, for me, my journey sort of coming through that into, like, becoming a meditation teacher and so forth, what you're doing is you're actually meditating on a bike with a bunch of people at the same time. You, you don't mm-hmm. really see that or understand that, but you're, you're getting a really beautiful flow state into your mind and into your body early in the morning, which is actually helping you when you get off the mm-hmm. bike to be able to feel really neutral. Um, and that neutrality is a natural state of being, that calm state. So mm-hmm. if, if you weren't doing that, you'd be waking up feeling quite... You know, quite fuzzy, confused. You know, you probably take negative actions by putting, you know, um, caffeine in your body or whatever mm. it might be early just to give yourself some stimulation. But by getting out and moving the body uh, like you are, and, and, you know, for people listening, you don't have to be doing things like Liam, like, uh, you know, multiple uh, kilometres. It's just about doing something every day or most days it actually get you back to your natural rhythm again because the sleep cycle actually puts us out of that. Uh, you know, we... Well, our minds are actually going quite quickly as we're, we're trying to sleep and um, uh, we don't actually understand what the sleep cycle does to us. Uh, you know, some nights we sleep really well, other nights, you know, most guys uh, wake up with uh, feelings of anxiety. So if you can actually get out and do something that just gets your breath into a rhythm, like a bike's a great way of doing that, but it can be multiple ways of, of actually, you know, tuning in and uh, you know, for med- you know, meditation is, is not for everyone, but if you can actually do it through the body, I just think it's a, a great way to set your day up. Would you agree? Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I think, 
I there's times there where where I kind of you know have have a bit of a sleep in, and I go out you know in, in the arvo, and I kind of go, oh man, I wish I wish I went out in the morning, you know, like to yeah. to start off my day. But but then once you go out on the bike, and you you kind of yeah, everything everything just just goes to the wayside, and mm. yeah, you just you you get in kind of a, a feeling that it's it's hard to explain, and I think. Um, you know, unless you do kind of running and that kind of thing, it, you, you you just nothing else matters. You just mm. you're kind of just doing your own thing, and yeah. and you feel good too. You know, you, you got your endorphins going, and and you yeah, it just it's it's awesome, really. I, I think if um yeah, if I wasn't doing a sport, it'd be yeah, I, I don't I don't know what I'd be really doing really. Too. So do you do you sometimes get up when it's dark and you know there's there's, there's obviously you got to use the lights on your bike but there's just stars and you might be riding for a while and you just you feel like you got the world to yourself. Oh yeah, I, I love that feeling. I think mm. I, the biggest feeling that I love when I'm waking up early and going for a ride is thinking, okay, I'm you know I'm yeah yeah exactly what you just said. You know I'm I'm by myself. I'm just you know I'm I'm doing my own thing and I'm. I'm training, and I think in a, in a way, kind of skipping away from it in a competitive in a competitive way. I'm thinking, all right, you know, I'm kind of awake here. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm I'm up earlier than my other competitors. You know, I'm, I'm you know, getting it done, mm. that kind of thing. And um, I mean, it's seriously. I think this the competitive, not not only competitive sports, but just sports in general. I think is like mental. Is very underrated. I think um, you know everyone talks about you know strength, you know strength in your body, strength in this, strength in that. But mm. the mental game is really, really needs to be probably worked on a lot more than um, than what it is really. Because there's times there where you you know you, you're looking down, you're doing 200 beats per minute, mm. you know going up a climb, and you're trying to hold, you know trying to hold the others, and you're thinking I can't hold this. For, for you know, not for not too long, and yeah. you, know, you keep digging in there, keep digging in there, keep digging in there, and mm. yeah, it's amazing. No, you know, what, I, get, I was going to say it's amazing what the body can do once you sort of surrender to say, okay, I'm doing it now, I'm just in it, and uh, yeah. then the, then the, the body just takes over. The mind, when the mind's in tension, the body's tense too. But when you sort of let go of that and you say, okay, this is what I'm doing, and just really mm. um, you know lose the doubt, then all of a sudden the body can really start to perform and uh, and get the best mm. out of itself yeah 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 no it's it's uh, i think i could sit here all night um telling you stories about you know times where i've looked down and think i can't i can't hold this and then mm. you know you keep you pushing pushing through next minute you know they sit up and you know you you look around there's only 10 riders left out of a you know 50 50 rider bunch and yeah. you're in there you're in the move you're in the winning move you know you're in you're in the race so yeah. yeah, look, I think it's very, very, um, very underrated the the uh, the old mental mental game. Yeah, it is, and 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 see, this is a big thing for me now is to be able to understand or help guys understand that the mental health you get from moving the body is significant. You know, like we we might say one's disconnected from the other. Well, it's it's pretty well. Um, yeah, it's it's working in union. Uh, if we can learn to, mm. to train the mind through the body, uh, it just helps our mental health uh, primarily uh, to a significant level. And I've seen guys in wheelchairs that, you know, have lost their, their leg capacity. They've been able to just 
get into uh, a rhythm every day, which actually helps them connect with their breath. Because when your breath's into a flow state, then your mind follows and said, oh, okay, it says, okay, I'm safe here, everything's good. But when you're not doing that, then it becomes into a, it comes into a protective you know, mindset and that sort of leads uh, into anxiety and stress, which can lead to depression mm-hmm. and all those sorts of things. So the human mind is not really well understood, um, you know, out here in Western society. We, uh, we're very re- reactive with regards to what um, the mind's telling us, but if we're actually like able to observe it and, and see what it's trying to do, the mind is trying to protect us consistently and we can, we can sort mm-hmm. of, you know, take that um, as a positive but be able to sort of move through it in, in in, uh, in in conscious ways to be able to help our our physical performance and our, our mental um our mental health because you know our mental health in modern society is so important we're so stimulated um now there's so much going on in life and um you know compared to like your dad and I when we were younger we never had the influences that we that we've got now and there's so much distraction mm. so you can get uh, taken away from your your, your real self uh, quite easily so. Mate, I'd like to know what are you doing with regards to life off the bike. So, what else have you got to balance yourself out in your life at the at the moment? Yeah, well, uh, currently currently working um, as a landscaper at the moment, and um, I think mentally in in that kind of ways, um, you know, I'm doing a lot more a lot more physical stuff, physical work, which is I kind of use it as my little gym kind of thing. Yeah. So. You know, when, when, when I'm doing kind of outside work, I kind of think about, you know, how is this going to impact me in my cycling, you know, strength-wise and that kind of thing. So, you know, I'm picking up things. I'm kind of using it as in as in a training way, um, yeah. that kind of thing. But, um, yeah, look, look, stuff stuff off the bike, I'm, I really try and switch off, I think. Um, that's, that's probably my biggest part is just switching off. Um, you know, it's pretty easy to get overwhelmed and just be – full full cycling full cycling you know i kind of as soon as i step off the bike i kind of switch off you know um you know either you know, watch videos watch some movies you know mm. just really kind of you know yes think about your training think about your food and that kind of thing but don't don't let it over over roy because there's a lot of yeah. a lot of people that just um get burnt out um really and that's probably touching back to the other subject where they, you know, it starts to get too hard. You know, you it's really a, it, these kind of sports you've got to really put a hundred percent in, but you've also got to switch off too. Um, yeah. You know, you can't just be constantly thinking about, you know, cycling and that kind of thing. Otherwise, you you won't enjoy it. It's just going to become a chore. Mm-hmm. And um, at the end of the day, it's a sport that it, it's a sport. You know, you want you want to be able to enjoy it and. And use as a fitness instead of a instead of being a chore. Yes, hundred percent, buddy. Uh, I think you'll find that's very relevant for people that are in the workforce too. They put their you know mm-hmm. all their energy into work, and when they go home, they think about work. And when they wake up at two in the morning, yeah. they think about work. And and I've been one of them. I I know what that's yeah. like. And and there's multiple people around like that that just can't switch the mind off. So to be able to have the balance uh, and you sound like you've got that nailed now to, uh, to just sort of mm. say, okay, I'm off the bike. I'm, I'm, I'm into modern life now. Um, I'm, I'm able to do what I'm doing in the moment. And, and yeah, mate, when you're swinging a shovel, do it with a bit of, um, you know, mindfulness and actually like sort of say, okay, this is, this is working my biceps. This is working my triceps. It's actually yep. giving my body yep. uh, energy that uh, is different that, um, that I'm not getting on the bike, uh, you know, and just being able to sort of set, 
small little goals throughout your day when you're doing a chore or when you're doing a, mm. you know, a, a, a part of your role um, to actually like bring that home and sort of learn something from it. I think that's a really um, yeah wise thing to do, mate, by the sounds of it, you've got that uh, under control, which is awesome. Yeah, no, 100%. It's, it's, it's really, um, and I think there's been a few times there where I've really got overwhelmed with it and I, it's it's easy to do as you said you know you you work you, you do your work you come home and you think about it you, you think about um you know like oh what, what, what i'm gonna do tomorrow you know that kind of thing oh how am i gonna yeah you gotta mm. you know, yes you gotta plan it but you know you've, you've also got to have that switch off and just go okay i'm not as soon as i step off the bike put the bike away mm. i'm not gonna say it to the morning you know i just switch yeah. off yeah. and then you know once it's morning once the alarm goes off Mm. let's get into it let's get trained again yeah. and i think it yeah it, it definitely refreshes the brain and and you feel refreshed um instead of just being you know constantly thinking about mm, bikes a, a you know big problem with athletes in general i really encourage you to listen to a podcast i did with matthew bate who used to play football with melbourne and um, yep. he couldn't switch off from from football the rigors of being an, uh, an afl player you had to take sleeping pills to sleep, you know, 10 years of all that sort of stuff just to uh, mm. to do his job primarily. And um, uh, a lot of people that are in the workforce are in high-stress jobs, and those high-stress jobs have consequences, you know. Um, so mm. if you were, if, say, if you were Liam Edwards that was on a team somewhere and you were getting paid a shitload of money and, um, you know, your whole world was around your bike, you've got to make a decision whether it does consume you or whether you can actually like move away from it and yeah. an, an employer yeah. like an employer will recognize that so a team manager will recognize that if you're in a team and if you've got a good team manager that actually understands it and and has the ability to be able to appreciate balance then you'll be balanced but if you have one that just keeps driving yeah. you hard like a lot of um you know, afl coaches may have had back then uh may have been back then and uh, a lot of um you know, mentors in sport in general and also in the workplace are very hard taskmasters masters and drivers. And I see it all the time. I did a podcast with uh, with Paul Roos, uh, who used to coach Sydney and others, and he talks about the egotistic leader. So if you've got an egotistic leader, uh, get rid of them because they're really the ones that are going to burn people out, you know. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I really encourage you, if you're going to pursue your cycling, to make sure you, you choose mentors or find mentors or people that you can, um, you know, be around um, professionally if, if that's the way you want to go to try and you know, have ones that can really support your mental health and your well-being because you do end up on, yeah. the, on the scrap heap pretty quick, you know. Yeah, well, I, just just to um, just to come in with that, I, uh, I was in a team a couple of years ago, I'm not going to say names, but, um, yeah, it was the same thing. The, the, um, the manager there was all about winning, all about winning. And at the start, it was kind of, you know, yeah, we had a whole lot of young blokes uh, my age. I think I was uh, 18 or 19 or whatever it was. And, yeah, coming, coming through and he said, okay, look, we're just going to, you know, you're going to be young blokes. We're going to have you for a few years and, you know, work your way up. And, um, yeah, I just, we basically got thrown to the sword. It was all about winning and mm-hmm. working for the team, which is, you know, it's, it is working for the team. But he, I think out of, I think we had four or five of young blokes out of the, out of the whole team of men and that and I think there's only a couple of us that have gone on mm. and that are still still riding so yeah. it's yeah you're 100% spot on with with that kind of thing and yeah there's, there's a lot of people that are just all about winning you know all about making money and 
Um, and they, yeah, they they they'll burn whoever to mm-hmm. to get to uh, to get to where they want. Yeah, that's right. And really, a coach, uh, you know, a manager or whatever's got an agenda to try and make themselves look good, but really. It's, you know, they're, they're the individuals that, are the, the, that should be in the roles that are helping propel others, you know, to, to, mm, to, to be yep. their best selves. And, uh, you know, with regards to being in that team, you would have been thinking about the consequences of your performance after you got off the bike and that would have went into your sleep and all those sorts of things. And, yeah, it's such a, um, a flaw in, uh, in modern society and it still goes on. So... But I'm really grateful to hear that you've got the ability and the maturity to be able to sort of, you know, observe and, and, and understand that. Yeah, 100%. Like that, that was a pretty dark year, really, for, for my riding. And I, I, I did get a few results, which I was pretty happy with. But, um, yeah, there was, there was a lot of uh, a lot of races there where I just, um, it was just the... Uh, which was just the was just the lamb, you know, just got just got used. I was on the front for, you know, 20, 30 Ks, just just driving the bunch for no real reason. Um, just yeah. to, you know, have 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 our team on the front in front of the cameras and mm. um, just just for his kind of uh, you know for his for his wing and that yeah. kind of thing. But yeah, um, yeah look, I've, I've obviously left left the team, and I think. There's there's been a few teams after that that have really um, yeah have, have really been the complete opposite and 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 have kind of showed me and experienced me yeah. to to what real racing is and that kind of thing which has been yeah, yeah really good enjoyment mate that's that's what it's all about in, enjoying what yeah, you're doing yeah. and uh, you know that that's if you're in, really loving it and enjoying it the results will come you know there, there's no yeah. doubt you've just got to look at say Richmond Footy Club. How they mm. how they turned their performance around just by being vulnerable and actually like really uh, really putting a focus on on enjoying um, you know being being part of a team and uh, and you know doing their roles and and, uh, and those sorts of things. So there's lots to learn from you know that experience and also you know others that are sort of following that uh, that path of uh, really you know loving what they're doing rather than just forcing it. Because when you're forcing yep. it, you're you're only going to get uh, pushed back at some point in time, yep. mate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, look, I there's been a lot of a lot of boys that have come through the ranks, and you can just tell that you know they're doing a doing a thousand k a week, and you know they, they just live on the bike. It's mm. and they eventually uh, they eventually give up or get burnt out. Mm. Uh, so yeah, look at it, for for me, kind of mixing up training and not just having you know one stagnated training, kind of mixing up a little bit of mountain biking and obviously a bit of running and that kind of thing to mix it up to. Yeah, to, to keep that enjoyable factor and um, yeah, to, to to keep it uh, to keep it nice and fun. Cross training, that's it. So yeah, have a bit of diversity. Yeah, exactly. Doing the same thing every day. Yeah, your body sort of uh, yeah comes attuned to it, but it likes challenges and variety too. So, mate, um, I think we've had a really good chat here. Um, how can people follow you if uh, if they want to sort of keep uh, tabs of Liam Liam Edwards and what you're up to? Yeah, so I've got the uh, Instagram, which is uh, Liam Liam the Cyclist with uh, under dash between them. So yeah, um, yeah, I've I've uh, yeah trying to uh, trying to get get back to a high level, and um, yeah, there's a few races coming up uh, coming up during the mid year, so that I really really want to be um, going up for. So yep. yeah, I'm going to be taking t- taking a break off work and and really uh, piling out the K's and 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 putting in 
yeah, do some big training for it. So hopefully, uh, hopefully we get some results, but we'll see what happens. Tour de Cannes, so it's a nice break mid-year to get up to some warm weather by the sounds of it. So I'm looking forward to seeing how you go with that one. Yeah, no, it'd be really good. I, I think mentally and physically, I think being up in the warm weather, it's mm-hmm. yeah, it's a lot more motivating than uh, being, <laughs> being down south. It's, That's true. Yeah. I understand, absolutely. Mate, so I said it was Liam underscore cyclist, was that it? Yeah, let, let him underscore the underscore the cyclist, yeah. Okay, cool. I'll follow you too. I'll, I'll um, go on and check that out later, buddy. So I really, uh, really appreciate you uh, you coming on and, and sharing your journey and story with, uh, with us, mate. And I think what we'll do throughout the year, we might actually get you back on uh, to have a chat and um, you know, so people can get a bit of a, an insight of what you've been through um, you know, this year, the challenges you've been through and also the... Uh, the triumphs that have uh, sort of come along the way too, mate. So yeah, really encourage people listening to jump onto your uh, Instagram and keep uh, keep tabs of, of following you. I know one guy uh, that, that will, that's for sure. He's a really keen cyclist and uh, he'll be listening to this. So mate, really, uh, really grateful for your time, Liam. You're such a beautiful young man and your mum and dad should be really proud as I know they are of you and just keep doing what you're doing, mate. Love every day as you do and uh, the results will come. Yeah, no, thanks, thanks for having me, mate. And, uh, yeah, no, my family and friends have been, been number one supporters. And, yeah, just uh, just hopefully can get back to a high level with, um, yeah, and I think if I don't get the, if I don't get the results, it's, uh, it is what it is, but it's just, it's just good to be back racing, really. Yeah, absolutely, mate. You, you've done so well to be able to come from where you were 18 months ago. And, geez, that's, that's such a, a gift in itself, mate. So just take every day with some gratitude and, you know, take the, the, the best you can with the abilities you've got and, and you know, geez, who knows what's um who knows who knows what's available for you, mate. So just uh just keep doing what you're doing and keep smiling and I'm sure you're gonna uh, you're gonna be able to do some magnificent things, buddy. I really appreciate you being here. No, no, no worries, mate. Thanks. Guys, thanks very much for listening into my chat with Liam. What a great kid, hey, like twenty one and, and just so mature and just got so much appreciation and wisdom for, for what he's doing and love for what he's doing and we can all learn a lot from that like this kid geez you know nearly lost his hand and could have been a lot worse um you know riding a bike now with three and a half four fingers gone um but look at what he's doing he's he's you know back up to a high level and it's only early days but he's going to go a long way you know just uh it's just you know, we just had a conversation after I um, after we hung up about um, uh, just the appreciation side of it and uh, you know I just think he's he's able to you know do a lot more yet um, it's just a matter of actually like showing up every day and enjoying every day and seeing it as a gift a gift and he reminded me of something about myself then um, you know I'm, I'm lucky to be here too so I need to keep reminding myself of that. Thanks, guys. Uh, Looking forward to a couple more podcasts over the next few days to bring to you. Uh, Keep in touch if you'd like to send me a message. uh, Supportoutbackmind.com.au Website, www.outbackmind.com.au And, yeah, appreciate any feedback at all. Thanks very much, guys. Cheers.